Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Irology.com. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist This is 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause why you was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the west in flames And I heard him Wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, is the truth, now everybody giving them guest spots it sucks. That's 21 straight games, at least one home run what, what do you think about that streak? Yeah, I didn't know that um, I, I think I read it in all yeah. the notes or something <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if that, if that is a fact I mean, God, that's not very nice thing to say Yeah uh, well, you said you weren't sure either, Bob. So well, no, I, no, I, no. in this box, and then okay. I we got it from my eye. Uh, I've been covering basketball. Yeah, I know, yeah. So, <laughs> we play with a little ball. So, I mean, you know, we've got some power, and, you know, we're not up there always trying to hit home runs. I mean, you get in a good hitter's count, and taping wasn't a good hitter's count. He hit a home run, and, uh, but, but, uh, yeah, it doesn't really surprise me. We, you know, it's just kind of college baseball at this level. There's a lot of guys that can hit the ball out of the park. All right, welcome to the zone. The Razorbacks get another bomb yesterday at bomb, and they win again. Arkansas remains just one loss at home, and the winning streak continues. What is that, 15 in a row at home, I believe? And uh, on their way to the longest. Well, it is their longest winning streak under Dave Van Horn, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, their longest winning streak. That we can confirm. Yes. I don't know about the yes. 21 home runs, but <laughs> we know for sure that is the case. The Bomb Bombers are doing the job. Dude, they could hit the ball. Hey, Wagner, the most impressive hit yesterday was from Wagner, Jared Wagner. Yeah? He hit a line drive to the center fielder that did not sink. The center fielder was frozen. And all of a sudden, he realized that ball is not sinking. He jumped as high as he could, and he it went over his head. I mean, it was a line drive hit so hard that the center fielder misread it and just froze right there in deep center field. Yeah, and it still went over his head at leaping, and he got a triple out of it. It's just, it, it, he hit that so hard. It, it was it was amazing to watch. Second triple of the year. We are on the road today at Simmons Bank in Whitehall. They are opening their new uh, financial center, and by opening, I mean they're open here. And uh, we're going to talk to some guests here in the community and also at the bank as we go through the show today. But real quick, want to let you know what else we've got going today. We're going to talk some baseball. Hagen Smith will join us, courtesy of John Mark Goings Allstate. That's at 1045 today. Kevin Kelly's going to be in studio or calling today? He's calling in. All right. He'll be in the 11 o'clock hour, thanks to Bowen Heffley after the red-white report. Michael Felder at 1130. And then uh, we're going to cut it up with a little bit of entertainment birthdays and a what-the-hell segment to uh, try to keep you entertained today until 1 o'clock. And then we'll hand it off to Out of Bounds and see what they can come up with. Anyway. So, um, yeah, today we're going to talk a little banking. Now, when I used to work with Pat, every time we'd go on the road to a bank, he would ask for a loan, and they usually acted like it was going to be able to be worked out. I don't think they worked it out, because the next time we would go back, well, he would ask again. So I won't ask Chad for money, but, you know, if you have any in your pockets you want to spare me, I'll, I'll certainly take it. Chad Patillo joining us, who is the community president for Simmons Bank, and uh, beautiful new facility. I don't know if this is like a new model you guys have here. Certainly you've got a lot of great facilities around um, and a lot of buildings with your name on it, whether it's an arena or a bank. But 
This place is amazing. Very modern. Well, thank you. We're uh, we're, we're very proud of this building, and uh, going forward, the, just the architectural design will be something we're going to look at going forward with both some of our remodels and our new construction. So, um, very modern, as you said. Yeah. You know, Florida glass ceiling, yep. LED, uh, which is very visible at night. So we're very proud of it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The light that is in here because of the, the Florida ceiling glass is remarkable. And then, you know, just a lot of shine and sheen and brightness. And, uh, yeah, it does not feel like your grandfather's bank for sure. Right, right. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with it. My grandfather's bank has more money in it. It's his money. But <laughs> this is uh, this is certainly amazing for sure. So who, who came up with this design? Was it a team thing? Because working on it over time, or is this sort of modeled after something else you guys saw nationally? Well, as far as I know, it was something they just came up with in, in uh, the architectural design, working with architects. But um, the more modern design, I think, um, worked very well. So Simmons obviously has got a long history in Jefferson County, but you guys have expanded out to you know the state and beyond. And um, this is a big year for you guys, milestone year? That's correct. Last Thursday was the 120th year for us to be open, so that was a big milestone for us. So we've been celebrating that. Um, uh, starting here in Jefferson County and Pine Bluffs, where that started. So we're very proud of that here in, in our history. We're, sorry, Wes. You guys, I mean, are constantly expanding and, and, and your footprint is growing. Is that a goal for Arkansas as far as adding new towns, communities throughout? Um, you know, we've got 230 branches within our footprint, six states. Um, and so we're, we're proud of the growth that we've had and, um, and looking forward to uh, the future. I like that. So, as far as this community, is this the only Whitehall branch? So, there's a an existing Whitehall branch um, in downtown Whitehall. It's all Whitehall, but on Dollarway Road, and so it's it's remaining open. Okay. And so, this is our second branch in Whitehall. Gotcha. What was the what was the reasoning behind doing a second one here? Uh, as you see, where you're here today, it's very busy here, mm-hmm. Highway 270 and Robin Road, and um, and we felt like it was a good opportunity. Uh, for that high traffic count here, they're going to expand the highway and a lot of new business going in. So um, uh, it was a good opportunity for us. It seems like in so, you know some companies are going away from more branches, I guess, and, and you know a lot of the ones that are national brands and not necessarily based from Arkansas. It seems like are becoming a little less user friendly and accessible. You guys are, are pretty full access here. Do you guys have drive through and all that with this We're location? Correct. We've got four drive through windows in addition to an ATM, so so easy to get in and out. So obviously your your philosophy is a little bit different than maybe some of the national brands, I guess, right. or the larger we, brands. We pride ourselves on being a community bank, and so in a community uh, versus some of the metro areas, banking is a little different. So um, we uh, we want to give our customers and community what they need, and so uh, that's the purpose for that. So many banks now, it's it's online banking. It's depositing your checks online it's it, it's everything is right. is online to where they they don't even need a branch whatsoever but you guys are basically the opposite you want to, you want people coming in you want to be shaking hands and seeing people we enjoy seeing our customers and that community feel uh covid definitely accelerated that technology that you're talking about and and including simmons bank uh so um a lot of people can make deposits uh Apply for loans, open checking accounts, all online. But I, I'm so, yeah, I was to say, you guys still have a pretty significant presence, I would think, online, and a number of your customers work not necessarily exclusively, but largely online. Correct. The, a lot of our business customers, uh, uh, with the new ad, the app on our phone, we can you can uh, transact business however you need to, really. Yeah. But uh, but our branch our branch network is very important to us. So, any idea on number of customers today? Like, what what you guys have as far as that goes? Um, I wouldn't want to guess on that. But yeah, 230 <laughs> branches in six states. I mean, that's a lot to try to gather intel on, I suppose. But uh, but obviously, the history here is cool, and I love the the fact that you guys go way back and and uh, in the Pine Bluff community and in Jefferson County. And I mean, it's always been sort of a staple. And uh, I mean, obviously, as long as we've been alive and then some. So right, it's cool. How, have you been here for how long now? I've been at Simmons Bank almost 23 years. Okay. Uh, I was born and raised here. Yep. And so I went off to University of Arkansas and came back. So um, so I've been here the whole time. Have you been following the baseball team? Very much. And um, I'm going to the Tennessee game coming up. Good. Uh, that's. Um, hard game to get into because of the, the rivalry and what's going on, but right. um, I'm going to be there for that series, and we're excited about that. I'll be up there as well. I'll, uh, if I bump in, I'll buy a hot yeah. dog. Yeah, do that. Yeah, and then we will uh, heckle Tony Vitello together. 
Maybe he'll get kicked out of the game, ejected. Well, I just hope he and Dave exchange words again. That was fun last time. It does add a little bit of sizzle to it. I think so. that's why the, uh, everybody wants to go see that game. Well, it's such a huge weekend. Softball's on campus, spring game. I mean, it'll be a great weekend. We actually end up scoring some uh, softball tickets, too. So we're going oh, go nice. to go to baseball Friday, softball early, baseball late, try to grab some spring game. It'll be a great weekend on campus for sure. I hope the weather is conducive. So, so you guys did a soft open here. Uh, last month, right? Right, the 27th of February, we did a soft opening, and um, um, we were going to do our ribbon cutting uh, about two weeks ago, but mm-hmm. uh, had a big storm coming through, so we we opted on the side of uh, uh, care and decided to move it. So that's why we're here today. But we did a soft opening, correct? The chamber will bring the big scissors and all that, I suppose. We'll have the big scissors uh, two to four today. Okay. And so uh, at two o'clock, the chamber will be here. Uh, we've invited customers and bank employees, so we should have a good crowd for the ribbon cutting. Potential customers are welcome, I assume, as well. Hmm. Oh, sure. We encourage that. What else are y'all doing today during we'll, that two-hour window? We'll have some. Um, we encourage customers to come in. Um, we will have some uh, snacks and drinks, and so, so want them to come by and see our brands. Those who haven't already. More business customers or resident or uh, per- personal. Bank? All the above. Really? Yeah. yeah. Everybody's welcome. Gotcha. Um, well, good. Are you based here now? Are you living in Whitehall? I do. I live yeah. in Whitehall and have my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And where'd you go to high school? Whitehall High School. You did. Okay. Yeah. This community's. I've got a lot of friends who either grew up in Pine Bluff or around Pine Bluff that have ended up over in Whitehall, and right. I still got a lot of good friends in Pine Bluff too. But right. this is a, a growing community, kind of an exciting place to be, from what I understand, from all my friends who moved over here. Right, right. It's a uh, uh, lot of growth, as you can see here on yeah. 270, and, and different businesses and people investing. Yeah. What were the biggest changes in your mind? Having having lived up, lived here, grown up here, been around here. Um, probably the the 270 fixed to expand Whitehall. Um, there's a the, the the Whitehall exit coming in. You saw the new uh, specialty hospital complex being built. Uh, so just some new growth in the area. Gotcha. Are you all involved in that in the uh, new construction on that? Uh, we've been we've been uh, uh, business partners. Gotcha. Okay. Good deal. Um, so you'll be at Tennessee. You get up to the arena much? When I can, yeah. Uh, I think the last event I was there, Chris Stapleton. Yeah, that's a good and, one. And uh, George Trait, I was there. That oh, that's one. also so, a good one. Yeah. All right, very good. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, listen, I appreciate you having us out. Anything else you want to tell our listeners who are tuned in around the state? I mean, I, I guess if you can hear us, you're probably within arm's reach of a Simmons Bank. I hope so. Uh, come see us. Do not move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come see us. We'd be glad to talk to you. Well, I appreciate you having us. Yes, and, sir. Uh, Thank we'll, you all. We'll visit again a little later. Uh, any insight you want to give us on the, the mayor or the Whitehall uh, Chamber of Commerce president? Any any uh, background, any dirt? No dirt. Okay. Uh, they're both great people, and um, they constantly promote Whitehall and Jefferson County, so uh, that's why we don't want to invite them in here today. Yeah, I like it. Okay, well, good deal. Well, thanks for having us. We're going to talk about uh, some football. Today's pro day in Fayetteville, too, in addition to, to baseball, getting ready for Alabama this weekend. and. Coach Pittman talked about that a little bit and some of his guys. I know we're looking forward to seeing the results, especially with the guys we follow closely. We talked about Dalton Wagner yesterday, Wes, and certainly can't wait to see what he ends up putting up. And, and we're going to talk to Michael Felder a little later and see what uh, you know how much of an evaluation, I guess, matters on uh, 40 times and bench presses and all that kind of thing. Yeah, with a guy like Bumper Pool uh, dealing with some of the injuries, off-season uh, things that he had taken care of. I'm sure this is a great chance for the scouts to, to look and see how he is physically, how he's healing up, and, and then uh, on the things that he can participate in. You know, how's his body responding to some of the uh, uh, surgeries that he had to have yeah. and what kind of condition he's yeah, in. Yeah, I wonder if he's able to go through everything today. No, yeah, I, I don't know how far along he is in his uh, recovery. I would think his bench press ought to be money. If he hasn't been running around much because of the injuries, but we think he could still do that upper body stuff. So, um, Coach Pittman talked this week about what has stuck out. They've got about a handful of practices under their belt. They took a break certainly for spring break, but uh, just thoughts on what stuck out for him so far. I think the thing that stuck out the most uh, was our defensive end play. You know, I think we have guys that can. We could be in a four-down four rush and that they can get to the quarterback. They're also, we've got a little bit more size there. With adding Jeff Coat there, it really has been a big addition uh, for the D-line. And <clears throat> certainly John Morgan is, is a pass rushing guy that, that has made a lot of plays. I think that would be the number one thing. 
That'd be the number one thing. Pass rush is good. Got to get pressure on the quarterback, and that's one of the things that, uh, you know, they hit a home run with Drew Sanders last year. Uh, he was a uh, big addition to this defense, and they're going to miss him next year. So who replaces that uh, the, that sack potential? You know, who can get after the quarterback? And that, so many times, you know, it wasn't just sacking the quarterback, but it was just pressuring the quarterback and making him uneasy. And then there were games, too, that you think about Drew Sanders. Uh, there were two games that stick out where – the quarterback was making uh, life miserable for the defense by running around, scrambling, picking up some yards, and uh, they, they quit rushing Drew Sanders and just told him to spy the quarterback. And then that changed. It changed the entire game. It changed the Missouri game in the second half where the quarterback couldn't run around and make plays. They're going to miss that. So they're going to have to find somebody that can not only rush the quarterback but has speed from that linebacker position to, to spy the quarterback. Well, certainly when you've got a good pass rush, it makes things a lot easier on the back end, as everybody understands. You don't have to be a defensive coordinator to know that. Coach also talked this week about the secondary, which will be uh, interesting to see how those guys develop, come together, and who ends up earning the most playing time. I know there are a lot of guys vying for opportunities back there. I like our depth at corner. I, I'm, I'm liking our corners, and I, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, that was the number one concern really going into spring ball in the secondary. And now we've, we've got to get, you know, when we get some guys that are out, you know, obviously Al's out, and uh, and once we get him back, uh, I think we can start moving a little bit. Some of our corners moving to safety, and and we we feel like Al's probably a nickel, uh, which will help us there with Jay Lou. But I think we have the pieces back there uh, that we can move some guys around and have uh, five uh, really good players in the back end. That's good. You like play nickel. Hear, like to have at least five guys. But I like to hear the depth and the numbers. Yeah, that's encouraging because there are going to be injuries. I mean, they went through that last year and. Uh, at times, they were very, very thin at the defensive back position. So that's good that they got choices right now. No question. Uh, again, Eddie made it clear. Yeah, that the portal's about to open up again. So there are going to be some more guys joining the team. Maybe. Um, again, you got the pro day today, and then back to practice tomorrow. Practice seven tomorrow, off Friday, and Saturday they got practice and uh, kind of intermittent next week. So. Anyway, looking forward to that. Next up for Arkansas baseball again Friday, Alabama, 6 o'clock pregame with a 6.30 first pitch in Fayetteville if you're heading up there this weekend to support the Razorbacks. Also wanted to mention, we know about the Arkansas Derby this weekend. It's part of a big weekend down at Oaklawn. And uh, let's go ahead and take our break a couple minutes early here, Christian. But Oaklawn uh, is obviously going to have a huge crowd on hand because of the Final Four. Women's Final Four gets underway Friday night. And that South Carolina-Iowa game, I started looking through some of the details, numbers, background, and information on that. be an interesting matchup. The line's up to 12 in favor of South Carolina. And then Saturday, obviously, you get the two men's games, which will come right around the time that they're wrapping up the race card at Oakland. I guess maybe in the 5 o'clock hour, so they still have a race or two maybe to finish up. But it's going to be a huge weekend down there, and we're looking forward to hanging out down there. I know Wes and I are going to spend the day and talk to David and Roger. They're going to make it down there as well. And, of course... Frank Fletcher's got a horse, Wes, in Rocket Can that will be participating, and we're going to have a chance to visit with him tomorrow about an opportunity to win his home state derby and potentially on to Kentucky. Yeah, he won the Holy Bull Stakes earlier with Rocket Can, uh, finished second to Forte in a, another big stakes race. Forte is a uh, stud horse, but uh, this is a chance for Rocket Can. Uh, that, uh, Mr. Fletcher told me uh, within the uh, if he gets a win placer show, he would have enough points to qualify for the Kentucky Derby. But, of course, right now he's just thinking about the Arkansas Derby and winning it. And the horse arrived Tuesday, so it's in the barn and ready to go. I love that. Um, I'm also going to try to run down Brad Cox and talk to him about his uh, horse. He's got one of the favorites in the Arkansas Derby and also about his interest in the Florida Derby, which is the other big prep race this weekend. So we'll hopefully get him on before the end of the week also as we turn our attention to the Kentucky Derby preps, and we're wrapping that kind of schedule up. Still, you know, a number of weeks left, but um, as far as Brad goes, he uh, does not have one in the Florida Derby, which is kind of surprising because hmm. he's focused his attention back here. And he's probably got one at the Louisiana Derby and then the one here. Um, they ran that already. so That was last week, yep, right? Yep. So. I mean, he's going to be a factor in just about every race, every horse that, or every race that's of significance going forward. So, anyway, it is a surprise that he doesn't have one in yeah. the Florida Derby. Yeah. Terry Hampton, thirty-three, 
bench press 33 at, reps at, at 225. 225. I think he could do it. We did, the, we did a buzz combine a while back. I hardly ever do the flat bench like that anymore. I don't know. Six? I think he could do more than that. Eight? I bet you get double digits. 225? Yeah. I think he could. Let's not put it to the test. No. No need to show off. No. I need more dumbbells probably there anyway. And I'm doing more lightweight. There's no need. Once you get at a certain age, you don't need to go be going heavyweights. Right. Putting all that stress on your shoulders and elbows. No. But I want to be a power lifter, Wes, when I grow up. You, you still got that goal? Yeah. 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 Let it go. Yeah. It's 70 and up. I mean, I'm just training towards it. Brad Cox also has wet paint, which is the favorite, obviously, oh. in the fantasy. So he's got plenty to worry about at Oakland without focusing any attention down at Gulfstream this weekend. Wet paint, one of the most impressive horses three-year-olds I've seen. That probably forte in wet paint. She's a bad lady. She's a bad mamma jamma. It's 1026. We're back at Simmons Bank in Whitehall. It is 1305 Robin Road. Come by and uh, check them out. They're doing their ribbon cutting and a little celebration at 2 o'clock today. And it's very convenient. We popped off of uh, Interstate. We were over here in two seconds. Pretty, pretty conveniently located for sure. And it's a beautiful new facility kind of the footprint for the future as far as the way they built this place out. So come by and check it out if you haven't. And if you are a uh, customer, come by and say hello. Also, later today we'll talk to the president of the Whitehall Chamber, the mayor, and we'll get uh, Mr. Patillo back on before we get out of here as well. It's 1027. And again, I want to remind you about Oaklawn. If you didn't get a room for this weekend, sorry for you, probably not likely. Oaklawn.com, very popular spot to be this weekend for any number of reasons. And we just went through a lot of those. So if you want to not miss out on the future. Oakland.com for all the information. Uh, concert tickets, schedule your spa, reservations for restaurants. Tons of fun. The good thing is you can just show up on a whim this weekend, and yeah, it'll be a little crowded. Weather's going to be fantastic on Saturday, but it will be a blast. Great people watching, great uh, corned beef eating, great horse running, great wagering opportunities, and even if you're not a big gambler, it's still a fun place to be for the weekend. Come on, where else would you want to hang out? on a sunny Saturday afternoon. We'll see you at Oaklawn. We're back in a second at Simmons Bank here in Whitehall. For interior, exterior, commercial, and residential painting, hire the pros at Serta Pro Painters. Get your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. is Sports Center. The number six ranked Arkansas Razorbacks baseball team got back to their winning ways last night with a 16-3 win over the Omaha Mavericks at Baumwalker Stadium. The Hogs scored all 16 runs in the first four innings of the game as they cruised to a seven-inning victory. Jace Borfin was two for three with three RBIs last night. Kendall Diggs went three for three as well. The Hogs reached 21-4 and four with the win last night. Now they turn their attention towards the weekend as they host the 20-6 and six Alabama Crimson Tide who come to town for a Friday through Sunday series. UCA softball has won six of their last seven games after they picked up a 5-4 win over the Tulsa Golden Hurricane last night. The Bears rallied from three runs down in the bottom of the seventh and ended up rallying for the win thanks to a walk-off walk in that bottom of the seventh. The Bears are now up to 21-8 on the year. I'm Josh Neighbors for Buzz Radio Network. It's the grand opening extravaganza Saturday at Luxury Pool and Spa at their new location on Stanford Road in Conway. Stop by from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Saturday during the grand opening and register to win a Pentair salt system, in-ground pool cleaner, or a Pentair variable speed pump. Luxury Pool and Spa will also have 20% off pool and spa chemicals along with 15% off accessories and toys. Food and fun Saturday 9 to 2 during the grand opening of Luxury Pool and Spa on Stanford Road in Conway. Online at LuxuryPoolArkansas.com. Live the life of luxury with Luxury Pool and Spa. I'm talking about Elias, Elias. I'm talking about Elias, Mexican Grill. Hey, man, when I'm happy, I'm singing. And when I'm singing, I'm happy. And when I'm singing about Elias, Mexican Grill, I get more happy. Elias, Mexican Grill. Take exit 108. Doesn't matter if you're coming or going. Taco Tuesdays, tacos for only $1.69. Keith Special, a Mexican hibachi dish. Guacamole chicken enchiladas. Lunch fajitas made fresh daily for only $10.99. Elias, Mexican Grill. Donde todo se hace fresco todos los días. It's Justin Acre for my friends at Serta Pro Painters. You know that each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. And you can schedule your free estimate at SertaPro.com. That's Serta with a C. In my personal experience, you're not going to have a better painting project handled than with Serta Pro. You want to get the job done right? Then let them handle it. For your home, for your business, inside or out, it doesn't matter what time of year. You want somebody who's going to take care of your painting project like they live down the street. Well, the good news for you is when it comes to Serta Pro, they do. There is nowhere else I go but Serta Pro. March is 
Problem Gambling Awareness Month. Did you know that gambling is an activity that carries risk? Problem gambling is often referred to as the hidden addiction because it's so easy to hide. If you are concerned about your own or someone else's gambling, connect with free help today by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com You're listening to the best midday sports talk show in all of Arkansas. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. Zero percent financing is back at Guatney Chevrolet. You thought it was gone for good? No, it is back. Zero percent interest financing on the 2022 Silverado 1500. That's the one equipped with the Turbo Max engine. The Turbo Max engine offers more peak torque, better mileage than your standard engine. And Guatney has several of these new Silverados in stock for you to see in person. You can go by, drive it, and buy it. Guadney Chevrolet is still actively buying cars as well. Have a uh, second car and want the cash? Stop by the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Let them take a look at that vehicle. You want to trade it in? They're going to give you top dollar for it so you can pay it off, have some extra cash, put it down on a new vehicle. Don't forget the Equinox. Plenty of Equinox right there on the lot. 2.9% financing available for the Equinox. Great deals happening. Go to the website, GuadneyChevrolet.com, take a look at the inventory, and then head to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. We are on. There we go. We are here at Simmons Bank, the new location in Whitehall, 1305 Robin Road, right off the interstate. Uh, we are surrounded by great places to eat, Wes. If I lived here, I'd be very, very, I'd be in very bad shape because you are a, literally a pitching wedge from McDonald's, Burger King, and Dairy Queen's Grill and Chill. And then uh, Slotsky's? Slotsky's is over there. And there's a Moe's, too. Moe's! Yeah, look out. Welcome to Moe's. I noticed this uh, little side street in between Take 5 and Simmons Bank mm-hmm. doesn't have a name. It doesn't. They should name it Batman. S- so that they're at the corner of Batman and Robin. That's hilarious. Yeah. I was thinking more Simmons Bank way, but sure, whatever you prefer. Uh, all right, well, let's talk a little hoops, shall we? We told you yesterday the lines are all set. San Diego State a two-point favorite over FAU in what's expected to be a low-scoring game. Let me ask you about this. Okay. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Florida Atlantic is around 68, I think, 68.5 points predicted. Their individual team score. Okay. I like the under. Yeah. Okay. Because San Diego State's got a great defense. They're going to hold them to probably around six. I think this the under, over-under should be around 120. It's 131. We talked about yeah. it. 131 and a half. Here's it the other should thing. be is what I'm saying. Yeah. Around 122, 123. So you got, you got an eight-point swing. I like the under a lot. Forget the under. I'm talking about Florida Atlantic specifically. Okay. Under, because here's the other thing. Oh, okay. 68 and a half, I think, is what their number is. You like the under? Yeah, I don't know if they get in the 60s. Well, there you go. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, I could see uh, San Diego State winning this game. 62-58. to 58. Yeah. Agreed. The other part of that is San Diego State's like 225 or 230 in pace. So they're going to slow things down, limit possessions. I, I love that. That's I think that's going to be a lock of the week for me. Yeah, no, I, li- I like it a lot. I don't. I like UConn to win the game. It's a f- they're a five and a half point favorite against Miami, but I don't have a good enough field to lay five and a half points. I'd give ten. Would I'd, you really I'd bump it up? You love them. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, look what they've done to everybody in the tournament. Yeah. It's not a fluke. No, I'm they're, not they're saying playing that. that good. But you have to fact. You always do this. You you talk about one team and how great they are, but we got to talk about the other team too. What about the way Miami's playing? They're playing good. They're not playing good enough. Yeah, in your opinion. No, I mean, I would I bet. Just see, Gonzaga look great, right? Eh, I mean, they I mean, looked they okay. The they I thought Arkansas. Care of I thought Arkansas was going to smoke Gonzaga. I really did. I mean, they beat them last year, and they were better last year. So no, I didn't think Gonzaga was great. Um, once we got to that point, you saw the tournament played out. I was not overly impressed, even though I picked them to win my bracket at the beginning of the year. No, I mean, I like you know, I like Miami. I've I've been yeah. on them, and I uh, I'm. Not surprised they beat Texas, but they're they're not beating UConn. I think UConn rolls in this game, double digits. Yeah, I don't think they'll win. I, I'm I don't know what to expect as far as cover goes. I'm not betting on it. Um, Jim Laranega is the head coach at Miami. It's a great story. We told you yesterday, 72, I think, is how old he is. He's obviously been to the Final Four before, and he was asked, and this has been a point of discussion this week: Is this good for basketball? Do you like 
the Final Four being sort of a you know a three flyers and a and a blue blood, which Connecticut certainly is, maybe a fringe blue blood for some people, but as a program that's been there a bunch and won titles before, um, and and he answered it like I think a lot of guys have. You know, it's certainly fun, but maybe not all the time. So here he is talking about uh, the Final Four and the parody in college basketball this year. Is it good for the game? You know, I, I don't think we'd want this to happen every year because I think some of the, the biggest reason people follow college basketball is they feel like they know the programs, not just the individuals. They follow the program, get to know the individuals. But last year you had Duke, Carolina, Villanova, Kansas. So I would imagine that's what TV would want the Blue Bloods, the best programs in the history. But what you're finding with the parity in college basketball is that anybody can get there with the right combination of players. You don't have to have the biggest team. I mean, you look at us in Texas and Houston in our bracket, uh, tallest starter was like six, seven, or eight. This Final Four demonstrates the parity in college basketball right now. I, I think it, it also demonstrates the impact that the transfer portal has had on college basketball because the transfer portal allows a team to get older very quickly. And so almost everybody in our league has a terrific transfer student. Last year, only nine schools in the country, and we were one of them, did not have anybody transfer out. That that means, what is it, uh, 356 or seven schools had people transfer out. Well, where are they all going? Well, they're all looking someplace where the grass is greener. And so they they have found it in, in programs that they assimilate to and, and fit in well and uh, have a, a significant role. That's stunning. <laughs> it's crazy. We talk about every year. The numbers are mind-boggling. And what's even more stunning is they didn't lose anybody. I mean, that just, I mean, that tells you what kind of program he's running that nobody wanted to leave yeah. the program. No, that's a culture. That's a definitely culture thing. That's impressive. Yeah, Dan Hurley's doing a pretty good job, too, on the other side for UConn. This is the one that Wes is riding, and uh, we're going to see how things go. He also talked this week about parity, and he also discussed his team. And he certainly doesn't feel, although they're the only minus money team, which means, again, you get a bit more than even money. Uh, to get back your cash, so you, like, I think they're minus, I don't know, 135 maybe, something like that. So you get about 135 to win 100. Um, he doesn't feel like they're unbeatable by any means, even though Wes clearly thinks they are, at least in this matchup. I just think any coach that says, like, I know how to get my team to peak during the NCAA tournament is, is uh, I mean, I just, I, I would think that that's not possible. You know, otherwise, people would, you know, they would do it every year. Right. I mean, they were, but if we get away from our identity, you know, we're, we're not some like super team, you know, like we, we, you know, we got to be on. They're not a super team. Well, they've been on. They have been. Yeah. They've been, I mean, they're a type of team that they were missing from the outside. They're still good enough. They're going to get points inside. Uh, they're going to get the transition points. They play really good deep, and that's what gets overlooked. They're a good defense, a very good defensive team, yep. and that leads to offensive production for them. San Diego State's your second favorite, by the way. Obviously, is the favorite in the other game. Miami is the third pick, and Florida Atlantic is your long shot. More on parity now. This is from Dan Hurley. Yeah, I think um, you saw it early in that conference where it seemed like, you know, obviously, I think us and Purdue, I don't think either one of us were ranked in the preseason. Uh, oh, I don't know if they were, but I know we weren't. And then we were, you know, people were arguing about who was one and who was two. Uh, so like a lot of the top teams were, you know, they struggled in non-conference. And I think obviously between the transfer portal, you know, the extra COVID year and the NIL, um, you know, that, that created a lot of opportunities, I think, for parity where, you know, brand and, uh, isn't quite uh, as important when you know there's so much uh, inventory in terms of players and they can move freely, and they're old and good. Old and good. Old and good. It's not the worst thing. 
Um, yeah, so, you know, again, this has been a very strange year, and we'll see if uh, in future years if it comes together like this. But the odds of not having a one in the Elite Eight again is too much of a mind boggle for me, even with parity we have um, certainly a one or a two. It's crazy. What's happened here? Yeah, it was stunning. Uh, Purdue wasn't shocking. No. Um, even uh, maybe for some outside the state of Arkansas, that was a little surprising that Kansas, the defending champ, was knocked off for Arkansas. But uh, to me, it was the Alabama game. Uh, I remember I was down in Baton Rouge, and I, I didn't watch the first half, and uh, someone alerted us that the Alabama was losing. And I'm like, what? You know, it was it was shocking. It yeah, was like, I, agree. I don't believe you. I'm looking on my phone for myself. I think you're an idiot, and you don't know how to read a score. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Well, at least you're not condescending. You must be hanging on with some really dumb people if you don't. Oh, you were in Baton Rouge. Yes. Okay, sorry. You're right. LSU fans. Fair point. Yes. Um, all right. If you want to join us today, 661-1037, you can hit us up on First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line, same number, or Asher Record Live fan feedback. Love to hear from you. You can email the zone at 1037thebuzz.com as well. In other basketball news, um, let's see. What was her name? I'm trying to think of the singer. I'm drawing a blank. Redhead. Uh, Reba? No. We <laughs> talked about her yesterday. Um, this isn't it. Chris is trying to take the break early. He's ready to go. I don't know, Red. Um, Smiley Cyrus right now? No, something to talk about. Who sings that song? Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt. Thank you, buddy. It would have been a better, way better deal if I could remember her name. Great Bonnie Raitt once said, people are talking, talking about people. Well, people are talking about people in the NBA and elsewhere. Um, it was released, sources are saying at least, I don't know why they don't do an official release on this, but anyway, the Naismith Hall of Fame is going to have a number of inductions that include guys and gals that you guys are not only familiar with, but fans of. Dwayne Wade, Dirk, should have led with Dirk, Wes. That's, yeah. Uh, Greg Popovich are all finalists that are going to be elected into the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame class for 23. This is according to ESPN as of Tuesday, or at least sources tell ESPN. Adrian Wojnarowski, of course. You know Woj is going to find out about all this stuff. International stars, Pau Gasol. What a year for Pau. Gets his jersey hung up at the Staples Center, and now he's going to the Naismith Hall of Fame. Crypto.com arena. Oh, pardon me. Missed that, Christian. Yeah. Is that still a thing? It is for now. Okay. Uh, and uh, Tony Pacquiao, he is going in as the, uh, probably not the first Frenchman, but one of the few. Maybe he is. Has there been another French uh, French native? There has to have been. Edition? I would think there has to have been. And Becky Hammond. No offense. Didn't mean to leave her last, but anyway, pretty significant. Sexist. Yep. They've all been voted in, so kudos to them. I got no issues with any of that. But, uh, yeah, what a great year for Powell. Pretty awesome. All right, 1043, we're taking a break. When we come back, we will talk to Hagen Smith about the Razorbacks' matchup this weekend and coming off that LSU game. How good does he think LSU is after seeing him up close and personal? It's brought to you John Mark, by John Mark Goings Allstate. We are here at Simmons Bank. I almost said Simmons Bank Arena. Uh, Simmons Bank in Whitehall. And, again, they're doing a special event today for 2 to 4. And appreciate Chad and the crew having us over today. And Chad will be back on this later. Next hour, we're going to talk to the president of the Whitehall Chamber of Commerce, find out what else is going on in this town, in addition to how awesome this Simmons location is. Really cool architecture. Tons of glass, super bright and light. It is a really nice place to bank if you got to come inside for anything. And they do have a drive through very easily accessible right off the interstate and close to just about every fast food restaurant on earth. We are back in a moment. You're in the zone. It's 1044. Stay with us. From 67-167, it's Trooper Colt Chipley and his partner Dirty Larry with the Arkansas Freeway Patrol. 7 Quatney 3, we have a backup at the Gregory Street exit. 10-4, this is Trooper Chipley, we're on the scene. Well, it looks like that lady broke down trying to get to Quatney's sale. Did someone say sale? 0% interest on the 2022 Silverado is back and Quatney Chevrolet has them in stock. Plus, no payments for three. Three months, 2.9% APR available on Equinox. And remember, all pre-owned vehicles are good enough for mom. Here's my license, Dirty Larry. Now I know what you're thinking. Do I feel lucky? I sure do. I'm trading for a new Silverado at 0%. 
Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP Wide Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. Relate Care in Sherwood is having a job fair Wednesday, March 29th. Relate Care is hiring RNs who can work from home along with patient service representatives. Stop by their job fair March 29th from 9 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. in Sherwood at the Wildwood Center Medical Towers. Bank OZK has always strived for excellence. During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing, keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member FDIC. User-friendly. It's a term that's thrown around a lot in today's business and tech climate. Hmm, wonder what a user-not-so-friendly world would be like. Okay, so I just enter her employee ID here and... Ha ha. Wrong button again. You are not smart. At the payroll company, our iSolved platform is the user-friendly tech you need for things like a one-click payroll preview and the ability to review and process payroll from any device. You are being too friendly. Yeah, we know. Less headaches, more than payroll. Visit morethanpayroll.com. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. NCAA Final Four Spotlight. Here's Jackson, right side of lead, drives along the baseline, laid it up and in. Well, Connecticut has really found their rhythm, and Gonzaga is struggling. Mark View has to take another timeout. The Connecticut lead is 21. The Connecticut Huskies from the Big East overwhelmed Gonzaga to punch their ticket to Houston and stay on track to a title shot. But they'll need a win Saturday over the ACC's Miami Hurricanes to get that chance. Hear Westwood One's exclusive coverage of the Final Four right here. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month. SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. For the best in midday sports talk and entertainment, look no further than The Zone with Justin Agri and Westmore on the Buzz Radio Network. Ready or not, here I go. It's 2-2 pitch to Riggio. He struck him out swinging with a fastball, and they leave the bases loaded. Hagen Smith comes up golden. The Zone is joined by Arkansas pitcher Hagen Smith. The sophomore was named to Perfect Games freshman All-American team last year as he went 7-2 and two in 15 starts. The pitch to Wood. He struck him out swinging. Hagen Smith has struck out the side in the last two innings. Eight strikeouts of his last 11 batters. His appearance is brought to you by Allstate Insurance Agent John Mark Goings. John Mark Goings with Allstate in Jacksonville and Cabot can take care of your home, auto, RV, boat, life, and commercial insurance. Are you in good hands? All right, welcome back. We are live at Simmons Bank in Whitehall, and Hagen Smith is ready to roll, hopefully for the weekend, coming off uh, a good outing against LSU, part of the one win that Arkansas got against the number one team in the nation. Hagen, welcome. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Man, we're good. good we're you? good. We're on the on the road today, so pardon if we got a little bit of a delay, but uh, let's start with, yeah, last, well, I guess we can start with yesterday. You guys, uh, the bats continue to stay hot, and... It's always nice to only have to play seven. You know, they used to say let's play two. Yeah. And now he's say let's play seven. Let's get out of here. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I don't know if you guys are going to unleash sixteen runs again anytime soon, but that was fun to watch. Are you, are you marveling like we are what you guys are doing offensively? It seems like it doesn't matter who Dave sticks in there. Guys are finding their way for the most part on the offensive side of things so far. Yeah, I mean it's pretty impressive to watch. I mean, it feels like we. I feel like we keep talking about it at least like 
someone moves in the lineup and then they start hitting. So it's always good to see. And, uh, you know, Borfin's still over 400. Wagner's still flirting with it, and he continues to hit bombs. I think the number was, is that did he say 21 games in a row where there's been a home, home run, run, at least yeah. one home run? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty dumb. I mean, it's pretty amazing, even with all the talented guys you have in the lineup. To think about that, is, it's incredible. I mean, um, I don't know. I don't know how you try to pitch through these guys. Luckily, you don't have to face these guys. And it seems like, uh, as we said, it's, it could be just about anybody. I mean, anybody that stands out yeah. to you the last couple of, couple of games? I mean, Kendall obviously had... You know the grand slam over the weekend. He was three for three yesterday, scored a scored three runs. So I mean he's he's hitting about as well as anybody right now too. Wagner's a grown man. Yeah, but uh, Kendall and Jared right now, and now I guess Jay's all been through. Like I feel like they've been hitting the ball really good, but they're not hitting. They're getting on base somehow. So it's been good to good to watch. Yeah, same with Josenberger. who got a home run yesterday and yeah. his fourth of the That's year. And he's been oh. yeah, great leadoff guy with some speed and. Yeah, you guys have a, a pretty impressive lineup. Um, let's talk about what happened at LSU last weekend. And, you know, there was some debate about what what are, what are they doing with Hagan? Why are they taking him off the Friday night slot? Well, you've, you've been in that role for three games now, and every time you've appeared the last three, you guys have won. So I guess so far so good. What did you think of uh, LSU? Because speaking of impressive lineups, they've got a pretty good group too. Yeah, I mean, going in, we, I, I knew they are going to be a really good lineup, and I think – Friday, we made some good pitches. Hunter did an amazing job, and he did a good job commanding the strike zone, throwing anything he wanted to for a strike. And I think he kept the hitters off balance for the most part. And I think that they're such a good offense. Is you get behind the count, they're going to sit on a pitch that they want. They're going to hit it. They don't miss pitches that are bad. So I think they've hit on mistake pitches a lot, and that kind of hurt us in the long run. Did you and Hunter know each other, a couple of East Texas boys growing up? Did you know of each other? Yeah, we played in the same district in high school. That's pretty wild that you're now yeah. pitching for the Razorbacks, and you pitched on a Friday against LSU, the number one team in the country, and piggybacked each other. That's that's pretty darn cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right, eighth inning against LSU. I guess, yeah, it was the eighth inning. You're pitching. I'm watching the game, and uh, the guy hits uh, the ball, and you point up in the sky. Did you think that was a pop up? Yeah, 100%. I thought he like got jammed. I mean, he hit it pretty good, but I thought he got jammed like it was near a little pop fly to left. So I, I guess it got up in the wind a little bit and it helped a little bit, but it's all right. All right, so I'm watching the uh, game playing golf in Baton Rouge with an LSU fan. He goes, we're going to lose this game one to nothing. And as soon as he said that, that ball is popped up. He goes, yep, see, a little pop-up, one to nothing, we're going to lose this game. And the ball kept traveling and traveling, and all of a sudden it's a tie game. And I'm like, what the yeah. – so is, is that – was that wind? Is it the ball? What do you, what do you think about this? Um, after I watched video we got back, we hit it better than I thought. I think I think it would have been a close to game out. I think the wind helped it get out a little bit. So it was, it was gone by a little bit. Do you like uh, the new ball? Or can you tell a difference in this new ball? I didn't even know we had a new ball until someone told me. It feels almost the exact same. Well, I guess that's a good thing. If if uh, yeah. if the uh, weather would have been okay and you guys could have played Sunday, could you have come back Sunday after throwing that many pitches Friday, or were you were you done? Were you used up Friday? Uh, I don't know. I might have been able to, but I'm not sure. And, and one of the things I speculated, if uh, after scoring all those runs in the top of the tenth, if you know, if there would have been a Sunday game, but by then you already knew it was a double hitter on Saturday, and you weren't coming back Saturday the next day, so they sent you back out yeah. there. So it could have been a yeah. different scenario. What was the worst thing you heard down there at Alex Box Stadium? What was the uh, the, the worst thing from an LSU fan? Because they're pretty bad. Uh, I didn't think they were horrible, at least not to me. Uh, I didn't hear him say much to me besides the last day. Some dudes were sitting behind me talking to me. Well, Wes, you were the one that was defending him last week, saying their basketball or their baseball fans weren't as bad as their football fans. Well, the in, the guys around the uh, infield aren't that bad. Gotcha. I've never sat out there. Yeah, not at all. I heard they can be pretty rowdy. That's what, that's what I heard in the outfield mainly, but nothing. It wasn't too bad. I mean, it was a loud stadium for sure, but it wasn't like hostile that much, in my opinion. Well, that's good. 
Glad to hear that. Wes was not worried about you so much to the point that he decided to play golf instead of coming to the game, Hagen. So, good, good fan, huh? <laughs> hey, how nice... How nice was that weather, though? I mean, I was just soaking it in. I I bet you guys were loving that. Yeah, I mean, it, it felt pretty good. I, I was sweating my butt off, though, for sure. Hmm. Does, uh, does Alex Box Stadium smell like corn dogs, just for the record? I don't think so. I don't, I don't okay. remember it smelling like that. Okay, just checking. Um, okay, so I got this note here, Hagen. Uh, so I'm a Hog fan living in Baton Rouge. It would be awesome to find out what restaurant the baseball team is watching the baseball basketball game at. Sorry, I guess you missed your opportunity there, buddy. Um, then he sent me a picture of him on the video board, and he said his kid got to meet you. Uh, some kid in an Under Armour shirt with a Razorback hat on and glasses. So I don't know if you remember taking a picture of this kid, but it's nice. You look very pleasant there. That's nice. Do you get a chance to do that on your off days pretty regularly with Hog fans on the road where they'll try to come up and get a pick with you? Yeah, especially if we have some fans in the hotel, I'll always try to get pictures of them or whatever. Or before, like, after the game, I'll try to sign stuff. Because I know a lot of Hogs fans travel all the way there, so it's glad to have them there. Uh, this comes in from the 501. Hagen Smith looks like Eddie Vedder to me. Ask him if he can do his best Pearl Jam impression. <laughs> I don't even know what Eddie looks like. You don't know what Eddie Vedder looks like? No. Well, look, go look in the mirror, my man. You guys do kind of favor each other. Um, are you a Pearl Jam fan at all? Do you like Pearl Jam? I listen to some of the music, yeah. What do, you, what do you listen to generally? Like if you're trying to get ready for a game or just you're driving around, what do you listen to? If I'm just driving around, I just listen to country. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm getting ready for a game, I guess like rap, like the mobile. Okay. Any particular artist? Uh, country, Zach Bryan, or Kill Russell. Okay. And not really. I don't really care who I listen to on game days, honestly. Gotcha. Okay. Um, could you give us a scout real quick here before we wrap up on Alabama this weekend in Fayetteville? I have not done my scouting for yet. So, we'll see. <laughs> Me either. So, a couple of weeks ago, we failed to ask you, you know, about the, the plans for the weekend. And the next thing we know, you're, uh, you're, uh, have been moved to the bullpen. So I got to ask mm-hmm. you: Are you still a bullpen guy in your mind for now? I think so. I think that's the plan still. One more, Ben McLaughlin. Last night, the uh, infielder turned pitcher. He gets the pitch again. Goes back to his junior college days. What did you think of Ben McLaughlin? I thought he looked really good. I I watched throw a few bullpens and he looked good. I was glad he got the opportunity to throw. Pretty cool. We're going to talk to or hear from, rather not talk to, but hear from Coach Van Horn about his uh, performance as well. And also uh, the starter last night, Ben Bybee, went a couple of innings. Uh, Not his best outing of the year, but we'll get Coach's thoughts on it. Hagan, thanks for the time. Work on your Pearl Jam performance, and we will visit with you next week. And good luck this weekend. All right. Thank you. All right. Very good. That is Hagan Smith, courtesy of John Mark Goings Allstate. And, uh... I almost did Eddie Vedder right there, but I won't do it. I'll save you the trouble. Oh, boy. Hopefully he whoops something up, though. I can't believe he doesn't know what Eddie Vedder looks like. That's crazy to me. Man, my friend Chris, who's a devout fan here, is that he's going to lose it. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. If you got a birthday, anniversary, graduation, or other celebration coming up, you can celebrate your event in style with a private VIP section and bottle service at Brewskies. Each Brewskies VIP section comes with your own server, no line, no wait entry, and a complimentary bottle of champagne to get the party started only at Brewskies. It's Whiskey Wednesdays at Brewskies and Poker Night. Two games nightly, first game at 